0: Welcome back to the Star Tribune's Talking Preps podcast, the first Talking Preps podcast of the 2024 calendar year, which I'm excited to not only be back and talking to you and sharing with you the goings on of Minnesota high school sports, but I'm not alone. I've got a special guest in the studio today, Hannah Vitale, or Vitelli, excuse me, is the uh, two, second year coach at uh, just got done with the second year Chisago Lakes girls hockey. And uh, she's in here today to, to break down the, the uh, Class 1A and 2A state tournament brackets. You ready?
1: Yeah, thanks <laughs> for having me. Yeah, thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I started, I mean, I think I told you first it was by email. That how that I always was impressed when we send out the ballots to uh, the coaches in the Metro to discuss who are worthy candidates for Players of the Year and All-Metro and all that. And you gave a very—I think I told you this—you gave a very thorough breakdown of the the field, which I always appreciated. And then, and you did it again the next year. And I'm like, you know what? Come on down to the coaches' dinner. So you were in the room for that, and and that was that was pretty fun. Ultimately,
1: yeah, it was a ton of fun. It's always great to get to know other coaches. Um, yeah. I'm still pretty new in this, but. Having worked with Winnie Brown in the Elite League and OS, I know a lot of the names and a lot of the kids. And sure. I just love hockey. So if we're not playing for Chisago, I'm running to a game with my dad, who's been my assistant <laughs> coach, and we're going to watch a, a good hockey game. Anything we see on the schedule, boys, girls, we're just trying to go watch some hockey. So it was a ton of fun. I love giving those those players and those athletes the recognition they deserve and, and then getting to go to the coaches' dinner and – Talk with you and the other coaches and get to know some new people even more was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Now, did you play for your father growing up?
1: I did not. Okay. He I played for him in softball, not hockey. Okay. Um, he left me alone in hockey. We <laughs> joke, thankfully, but um, but no, uh, didn't play for him. He. I got the job at Chisago and was yeah. having a little bit of a hard time finding assistant coaches because okay. it's pretty far. And right. um, he stepped up to the plate and the kids arguably like him more than me he gets to be the fun guy but um <laughs> he uh he's been awesome on the bench and just knows a lot about the game and sure. teaches a lot but gets to be kind of that uh fun father figure almost on the bench too so it's been a ton of fun and getting to do that with him and even in high school we'd be running to different games and all sorts of stuff when I wasn't playing so it's fun to get to keep doing that
0: and i don't think what's your father's name mark vitelli oh, yeah. so all all joking aside, you know, is it is it working with him? Is that how has that enhanced your father daughter relationship?
1: Uh, it's it's honestly been awesome uh, getting to see him every day sure. in the winter, and he comes to STP when he can in the summer. He obviously works. We joke that he has a real job, um, <laughs> and so he getting to come when he can has been awesome. And carpooling and just oh, being yeah. able to talk hockey with him all the time and sure then just talk about life and be able to give life lessons to these kids that he's taught me is, is really cool too. So yeah, good. it's just been a blast.
0: Good. Uh, that sounds good. So we'll uh, tackle the A bracket uh, to start off um, and I'll just set, I'll cue up what the matchups is. So first of all, it's worth mentioning the quarterfinals in Class One A girls, the smaller schools by enrollment. That begin the quarterfinals begin Wednesday, and the, all the games are at the XL Energy Center throughout the tournament uh, for the, in, in the winners bracket. In the Two A class, that uh, quarterfinals, those quarterfinals rather start Thursday, and so uh, yeah, we'll get to both classes here in this uh, in this discussion, and we'll. We'll queue it up in, in the order in which the games will happen. So at eleven o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, we'll have Wilmer against number two seed Orno. And uh what what do you how do you see that?
1: Um, I honestly haven't seen a lot of Wilmer. It's one of those schools where they're a little far for me to get to see a lot of. Um they they had a pretty good season by all accords. Uh I think they had a pretty solid record coming into the tournament. Um, but I think Orno's they're really good. They got two, three lines who can score goals. You got Macy Rasmussen, Zoe Lopez, Grace Bickett at D. Um, It's just it's a great team that they have there. I think it's going to be a tough, tall task for for Wilmer. And uh, Ornel's got freshman Vivian Anderson, who I think has been incredible in net for them all year and just has steps up to occasion. She looks like a senior. Um, And I think that'll be tough for Wilmer to get past, I think. Ornel has deservedly earned that two seed and and should see their way on to the semis.
0: Well, it's interesting you you said what you did about their goaltender because that was probably the one question coming out of last year is who's going to replace Callie? Is it Callie Doll uh, or something? Celia Doll. Celia Doll. Yes, thank you. Callie Doll was played for Stillwater years ago. <laughs> yes, they, 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 they blend, the names blend after a while. They do. You know? <laughs> but yes, yeah, they, that that goaltender was fantastic and. And they are able to plug in and replace her with a good one by the sounds of it. So that's good.
1: Yeah, and she'll be there for the next, uh, well, finishing this year and then three more years. And so that's, they got some really good young talent. And I think we're starting to see where now those kids who were freshmen and sophomores last year are sophomores and juniors. And they're starting to really hit that stride where, man, they're a good hockey team. I'd take them against a lot of the top AA teams too.
0: Sure. Uh, Fergus falls and the three seed Dodge County. They're dropping the puck about one o'clock Wednesday afternoon. What do you see in that matchup?
1: Yeah. Another team where Fergus is just a little outside of the travel range for me, unfortunately, (laughs) but, uh, we played Dodge County this year and man, they are just, they're fast. They're physical. They're strong. They have Hmm. one of the best goalies in her class in Ida Huber, who's a junior and they, they're just going to attack everyone. I think they have a little bit of a chip on a shoulder having, I believe this is their first time ever going as a school to state um, okay. as a program, and I think uh, Coach Gunderson does a great job getting those girls dialed in. Again, they can run three lines who can be super effective with the Cook sisters, Maisie and Molly, and then mm. Nora Carson's in on that first line. They're just deadly. They can score from anywhere, so... You know, it'll be a tall task for Fergus Falls, but they got uh, Anna Jerkis in net. And I yeah. think she's really, really solid. So she could steal a game for sure. I mean,
0: she's a great kid, too. I, I wrote about Fergus Falls in the Breakdown Sports Media, the hockey preseason guide. And Fergus was one of the feature stories I did. I ran up there uh, and, and visited them in Otterland <laughs> and... Uh, uh, Anna, what the heck was it? I always, I always like to ask goalies, like, what's your origin story? Because, you know, yeah. it's either that as a kid they wanted to be on the ice all the time, so that's <laughs> why they take goalie, or they love the equipment, or, or maybe they're just goofy, you know, <laughs> so some combination <laughs> of that. Or they're
1: the youngest and the oldest yeah. siblings always shot pucks at them. That's
0: a good point, very good point. Uh, so Anna said that she wanted to be a goalie and her mother didn't want her to be a goalie and was going to bribe her by getting her a puppy if it meant <laughs> keeping her out of the goalie position. But as it all worked out, she's a tremendous goalie, and she still got the puppy. So. I was
1: going to say, did she get the puppy? <laughs> she did, yeah. She's she's doing phenomenal, and I, I believe she's a senior, and so there's something to be said about uh, your final year going to the state tournament yeah. and having something to prove for your, for your town, and so I think you can never count the otters out for sure.
0: Good deal. Speaking of an uh, out of the travel radius, Laverne plays the Academy of Holy <laughs> Angels, the Holy Angels' number one seed. That game's at 6 o'clock Wednesday. Who do you who do you have for insight into that matchup?
1: Yeah, again, a little out of the travel range. I even tried to get um, my AD to play Laverne. She said that would be a little too far of a bus ride this year. Um, <laughs> somehow we managed to get Crookston to come see us, so oh, I don't okay. know. All right. Um, but... Yeah, I think uh, Holy Angels, Coach Lemire's got a great squad there, old, seasoned, um, two really solid goalies to fall back on, kids who can score. I think, um, you know, you look at Audrey Garden who missed some of the season, who was also the Miss Soccer, I believe, I say, a as her second soccer player, score, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to play at Mankato, and just uh, you look at down the list, they got three lines, too, that can score, and they got some really solid D in harper Paling and... Um, you know, Zoe Rimstead and Ava Bentley and Nett, I mean, they're going to be really hard to beat this year. I, I don't know Laverne. I think they're still a little young after losing uh, Cameron Von Batavia yeah, last year. Right, right, Um, I know her little sister's on the team. She's in eighth grade, and she's been having a great year. But I think uh, Holy Angels might get this one, but you never know come tourney time.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, any sport with a goalie, you never know.
1: Yeah, your goalie <laughs> gets hot, man. That's it's, it. It's hard to – Hard to lose when a goalie's playing really well.
0: The nightcap featuring two former uh, ch- state champions, uh, Warroad being two-time defending state champion, and Proctor had one or two championships of their own recently, like the last five years. They made they meet up rather at eight o'clock on Wednesday night, and uh, I mean the 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 matchup sort of speaks for itself. But what else, what are you thinking about when you think about that matchup?
1: Man, I just think two physical, fast, yeah. strong Northern teams. Yep gonna be a great hockey game. Uh they, both teams are great. We had the pleasure to go up and play Proctor Hermtown this year in Hermantown Ice Arena. Oh nice. Um man, it was so fun. We we loved it. Uh and they have a great team. They're fast. They move the puck. They got a, a ton of seniors. Uh Izzy Fairchild, Haley Jusula. um I'm sure I'm missing some. Yeah. And they they just move the puck super well. Their power plays great. Um they have some really solid goaltending. I think you know, they bring a lot of speed and, and world has Katie Comstock back at D who's been, I believe one of their points leaders all year. And coach Izzy Marvin is incredible at what he does. So it's going to be a great matchup with two, what I think are world-class coaches up north and in, in Emma Stauber and, and Izzy Marvin and two really talented teams. I know world's had some younger kids stepping up this year. Um, in their eighth and ninth graders, but I think it's just going to be a great game. It's going to be hard. I don't yeah. know. That's going to be last year. I think we had the four or five game with South St. Paul and someone. It went into two overtimes, maybe.
0: I think that's right. Yeah, I, but I don't remember now. Who's I don't in remember.
1: It. I was up too late for that one. But uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be a game like that where we're we're going to be on the edge of our seats the whole time. Sure. And, Physical, fast, fun game—just
0: what a newspaper reporter on Deadline loves. Yeah, (laughs) the end of the night, and we're going to go double overtime. We'll be ending at
1: like eleven p.m. We're walking out of XL,
0: (laughs) staggering out of XL. (laughs) But no, that's that's the one A bracket. Is it putting you too much on the spot to pick a winner?
1: Oh man, (laughs) a little bit. I think it's just. I think this year's going to have. I said this both in the double A and the A a lot more parity than, okay. than past years where I think it's going to be really hard. You know, you could sort of pick your semifinal games. I think, yeah. um, you know, if all goes up to chalk, as far as seeds go, you could end up with, uh, you know, you would end up with Holy Angels or no, which talk about a matchup three times this year and just yeah. two really solid squads. But I think you can never count out those Dodge counties and the, Proctor Hermantown, Warroad, or, you know, Fergus Falls. You can't count out any of those teams. I think if I were to pick right now, I would pick no because I'm a I'm a underdog kind of gal. Um, I think the Lopez sisters bring a lot to that team. I think you got Grace Bickett at D there who's super solid. I think Vivian Anderson's really solid. You know, Macy Rasmussen, Maddie Kimbrell, who's only a sophomore, but yeah. is probably one of the fastest players in the state, I think, you know, they'll give Holy Angels a run for their money. It's going to be, you know, maybe experience against a little bit more younger players. But I think it'll probably end up being Orno holy Angels. And, yeah. you know, not to make any of my Holy Angels friends mad, uh, but I think I'd go Orno. I don't well, know. They're going to
0: finish the job this year because they took second last year.
1: Yeah, I think they got a chip on their shoulder, a lot to prove. And sure, I think it's dangerous whenever you have a team like that where – they bring back almost everybody, and yeah. and they got so close last year and tasted it. It's it's hard to beat a team like that.
0: For sure. Well, that's the single-A bracket, it's the small schools with big storylines. And now we're onto the Class 2-A bracket. And ironically, we're starting with a small school, 1A-size school. Rozo comes all the way down from the north, and they're going to play Hill Murray, the number two seed, at 11 o'clock on Thursday at the Excel Energy Center. And I know you said that you saw Hill Murray – kind of uh, do their thing at the section final against Stillwater I did too I was there and they were impressive they were fast and they were they were they're young but you don't notice it all the time they're just they're really they, they're they very intentional about what they want to do and they're, they're fast in doing it
1: yeah I think uh you got Chloe Breen kind of leading the charge up yeah. front as a senior and she's obviously a dynamic player um uh, Miss Hockey semifinalist, and just someone who can absolutely take charge of a game and then you got those young guns behind her, and you got uh, numerous Division One commits or future Division One commits. Right. Um, you know, Olivia Bronshausen, eighth grader, I think. Ned- I believe netted the game winner in that game or the second goal, number fourteen. For yeah,
0: me. yeah, I. I, I... Okay, the name's all yeah. in my mind. So, uh, so we'll say sure. That's yeah. It. <laughs>
1: and then you got Grace Zahn in net who's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, maybe the
0: best goalie in the state. Yeah. That's a good place to start.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's you know, you build out from that Hill Murray, building out from there, it's like, wow, you got really solid D, you got a strong group of forwards who they might be young, but that line with Engelhard and Chatlin and Paul, who I believe are all freshmen, they just move the puck and they look like Juniors and seniors out there, and and you see them out there, and it's. Uh, I think they're going to be a really hard team to beat. I don't envy Roso at all in that matchup, uh, but I think rozo has got some horses, and you can never count the Northern teams out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always come with a chip on their shoulder and ready to play, and um, they play a different style. So sometimes for those city schools, it can be it can be a little bit difficult for them.
0: Sure. So that's the first game, the first quarterfinal for Thursday. Now we got Rosemount playing Andover, which is a three-seed Andover, which is a rematch of last year's quarterfinal.
1: Yes. Um, You know, Andover's solid. They got arguably the best D-core in the state with Jones, Little, Angelotti, Mum, Delich. And they have some really, really good forwards. And I think Andover's going to be a hard team to beat again. Uh, I think it's doable, right? You catch a goalie on a bad day or your goalie Mm -hmm. has a good day. Um Rosemount kind of always rides that under underrated. Got a little bit older. It's going to be a tough matchup for them, but um they got Sophie Strammel who's who's a mm-hmm. dynamic goal scorer, makes yep. plays. Um just gonna be hard to break through that Andover over decor and right. Anna Christensen and Maya Angler up at forward. So
0: it's the uh this uh, the Star Tribune All Metro team came out today on, on wait, today's two, Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So it came out online. We published it online. It'll be in the paper on Tuesday. But Mackenzie Jones from Andover is one of the kids, and she's a. I mean, you see her, and with the skates on, she's a she's a tall drink of water. <laughs> you know, oh
1: yeah, so. she's tall, but she moves. She could skate. Yeah. She she's. I think that's the right spot for her. one of the best defenders in the state, yeah. um, arguably in the country. So. uh She's a tough one to get by and she can also put up points on the offensive side of things. So
0: she leaves the team in scoring. Oh it, yeah. It was yeah. just crazy. <laughs> offensive ability that is. Well not, not defending not, not defending t- t- title game. Handover lose goes on to lose. So Minnetonka, you getting your the whole thing about a chip on his shoulder and something to prove that Minnetonka might be the number one they're so they're the number one seed, but they're also probably number one on the list of redemption.
1: Yeah, I definitely think uh that team has a little chip on their shoulder. They're, they're old experience. They've been there. I think this is six times in a row at the state tournament for them. It is. Um, and you have two really good goalies back there. We talk about building out. Uh, you got Ashlyn Hazlitt and you got Layla Hemp. And right. And both of them are phenomenal. Layla Hemp, obviously, U18 goalie, played in the gold medal game. Yep. Um, and then you look up their roster and you have no shortage of USA hockey. Uh Kids or talented Division One athletes. I think arguably they're the deepest team in the state as far as as far as talent up and down the lineup. You know, you got Goldsworthy, you got uh, Grace Larson, Finnegan, Finnegan, Avar, Avar Distad. Like you go down the list, and and they Murder have the wrong. talent. Lauren Mack, I think, goes sure. super unnoticed, and sure. she's phenomenal too. Ruby, Rauch, seriously, you go down yeah. the list and they're like Division One commits. So <laughs> they definitely have something to prove. I think yeah, uh, right. I don't envy having Maple Grove as my first-round matchup. No, that's
0: a tough draw, actually, yeah.
1: I think Maple Grove's another team chip on their shoulder. Probably they didn't get a seed here. Yeah. Um, And I, I wouldn't want to play a team like that with another former World Cup netminder and Danny Strom yeah, back there. Yeah, she's a
0: very good hot goaltender, goal uh, Absolutely.
1: And, you know, you got Bella Shipley up front and Maple yep. Grove might be young, but those youngsters, Hadley Baker, Maddie Elfstrand, Harper Winnicky they can put pucks in the net and they can do their job. I think um, it's going to be a closer game than people expect. I uh, i know Coach Cassano probably wasn't super happy with that matchup. Uh, I think if you seeded c- this tournament one to eight, Maple Grove would be right at that sixth seed and um, – <clears throat> You know they they got a really good squad, so I think it truly could go anybody's way in that game too. Um, right. Maple Grove or Minnetonka definitely has that chip on their shoulder. Where I wouldn't want to play them first round, but I think Maple Grove can come right back at them too.
0: Let's uh, step out of the brackets here, just to, just to take that comment you were making about the seating challenges and Tracy Cassano, the Minnetonka coach. Her was she was very vocal in the paper. I talked to her about her the seating and. And she she said, and and um, uh, uh, Jim Coltis from Maple Grove backed her up. It should be it should be seeded one through eight, and they think that next year it has a chance to finally break through and become that.
1: Yeah, I think next year will be the be the chance. I believe volleyball and football just switched to one to eight. I don't know for sure on that. I thought I read that somewhere.
0: I could be. I'd have to. Look. Um,
1: I think it needs to be one to eight. Honestly. Uh, it's hard right if you're a maple grove you're just right outside that that seed to have the random draw and have it be the number one seed it, it's difficult to go into a, a game where you know if you're seeding one to eight I still wouldn't want to play andover by any means but you probably want to ha- get if you're the sixth seed you want to play the three seed right so mm-hmm. um and if you're a Minnetonka you earned that one seed all season you right. want to play the eight seed right you want to mm-hmm. have uh, that matchup. So that's where I think going one to eight, it's just what's best for for the uh, tournament, what's best for these kids. In my ideal world, we just go one to 32 for sections, oh, and we play it like March Madness. That would be cool. Yeah, instead of having these, maybe I'm a little jaded because my section had two of the top 10 teams in single A. Right. But uh, instead of having these sections where you have uh, three or four top 20 teams, let's yes. go one to one to thirty two or one to thirty-six and play it out like we're March madness. Ah, uh, I don't think that would ever happen, but that's my ideal world.
0: <laughs> that would be cool actually. Last night I we had the boys all metro photo shoot and it was two Y Z guys. And I I I pointed to my uh the Tom School a friend of mine who has the, the backyard rink that we've been using now for three years for the photo shoot. I pointed out to the rink, I said those they got two Y Z guys and one Edina guy. And only one of the one of one of those will get through. One of those teams will get through. Oh yeah. And then you got two Minnetonka guys, and you have got the Chanhassen goalie, and said only one of those teams is going to get through. It's like those sections two and, and six are just ridiculously loaded, and then you got some sections where it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you
1: yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, I think that's the hard part, right? I think uh, you just look at it and you're like, man. You know, in the boys' side, too, Wysetta, Edina, in six. Right. Uh, two is, what, Chan, Minnetonka.
0: Eden Prairie. Eden
1: Prairie. Prairie you, Lake. Yeah, you just you look down and you're like, man, think about how <laughs> great this tournament could be if we could get, you know, truly you're playing yeah. into the top eight. But I think this section helps with those teams from up north who maybe don't get to um, have the chance to play. These high-level teams, I think, I do think, like, if your team is, is good enough, you you make it if we do that 1 to 32. But yeah, it's a logistical nightmare, I understand. <laughs> and then how do you seed 1 to 32? And how do you, you know, so. Well,
0: let's jump off that bridge when we finally get to it. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so if we ever get to it. If we ever get to
0: it, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, they've, you know, well, how would you feel if uh, Saga Lakes next year gets the tournament and you're the eighth seed? How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, if we deserve to be the eighth seed, then <laughs> I think we'd be pretty happy to be there, to be honest, coming out of, you know, Palmquist coaches, a great South St. Paul team in our section. And Lemire obviously did a great job with his Holy Angels team this year. So if you can get out of a section like that, I mean, obviously you want to do well in the state tournament, but for us, the goal is getting back. Uh, last time they made it was uh, coach Dave Bergen had Danny Bergen, yeah. Jenna Lowry and Danny Brunette Um yeah all three Division One hockey players. And then he had Lane DeVries, who was a future St. Thomas player, who's sure. a freshman now. And then Nora, who was only like in eighth grade at the time, who I have right mm-hmm. now, who is a St. Thomas commit. So he had a lot of talent. So we're, we're trying to build back to that. But, you know, if we get there and we get the eight seed, that's another bridge we'll cross when we get to it. <laughs> well, my
0: contention has always been, you know, you, you're worried about, oh, they feel bad. The eight seed feels bad. So go ask the team they beat in the section final. That they yeah. trade places, the, yes, they would, you know what I mean? So, whatever. Um We'll wrap it up here. Uh, we're going to – Northfield, the five seed. Edina, the four seed. And it's – uh I think this is a bad matchup for Northfield because they are offensively gifted, and Edina is as tough of a defensive team systems-wise and talent-wise as you're going to find.
1: Oh, yeah, and they got another U18 goalie back there for Edina with Nora Hannon. Uh, I think Edina – is so solid. Coach Sammy uh, Calgar does a phenomenal job coaching systems with that team. And I they was about to are... say Reber too. I know, <laughs> I have paused. to stop myself every time. <laughs> I'm like,
0: yeah. oh wait, Calgar.
1: Uh, she does a phenomenal job. I think that team is so structured and they buy into absolutely everything she says. So that's a tough right. matchup, but I think Paige Haley does a great job on the other side of the coin with her team. Uh, we played them and they just don't stop coming at you. I mean, there's no let up on the gas pedal and When you have someone with the caliber of Ayla Puppy and Grace McCaution leading your team, it's hard to uh, stop a team like that where you have a prolific goal scorer in Ayla Puppy who's going to come out there and stats-wise will score two goals a night, right? So uh, getting out there, the kiefer e is going to be shutting Ayla down, and the Kiefer-Northfield is going to be getting two or three goals and and really playing solid defensively and and settling in that D-zone well. Um, So...
0: I'll put you on a spot one more time. You go. Who's your, who's your double A winner?
1: Oh <laughs> man, I am going to go Hill Murray. I think. Really? Yeah. All right. I think when you have arguably the best goalie in the state, that's a good Who's point. a senior? Um, another one of the top goal scorers in the state, and Chloe Burien, and you have three lines who can skate no. like they do. It's really hard to beat a team like that. And defensively, they're young, but they're super solid with Skoogman back there. Division one commit to Cornell, send in back there, division one commit to Bemidji State. And then their youngsters in Bronzehausen and in McClay, I think Coach Pole does a great job with that group. Coach Pohl's plural. Uh, right, yeah, and, they, yeah. and they just play hockey. So I think they're going to be a really hard team to beat.
0: Very good. Now, will you be down at the tournament at all?
1: I will be. Yep. As
0: a fan, or as a, because there's always a constituency of coaches in the press box. So.
1: I'm in the constituency of coaches in okay. the press box. Okay. So, yeah, we'll be out there. Uh, Sa- save me a cookie. <laughs> I'll try. Last year, there were like no cookies. Well, they, go yeah. they go fast. They go fast.
0: When they do come in, it's like locusts. You know? Yeah, so but, I'll right.
1: be there. Uh, I have a lot of fun going every year. And Good. Blessed to be able to go this year and last year in the constituent of coaches and be in that group. So, yeah, it should be a fun tournament. I think it'll be one of the most, uh, I don't know, like the games will be the most entertaining in a yeah. while. Competitive tournament, tournament we've had in a while on both sides. So,
0: Well, you heard it from Anna Vitelli, She she doesn't know nobody does. So um, <laughs> thank you for uh, talking with us here on Talking Preps and have a good time of the tournament.
1: Yeah, thank you. And, you I'll, too. and I'll
0: grab you a its, uh, its cookie if I get there first. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have to look out like for each plan. other. We have yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot.